What up, what up? It's your host, Vusking, a.k.a. Fatback Jackson. Ooh, with my co-host. Jordan Lee. Jordan Lee. Jordan Lee. And this is the <laughs> Cookout Podcast. The world's most secure podcast. What's good, my people? Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to come up with a name. I was just over here thinking me and Malcolm were brainstorming the whole time you were gone. <laughs> and um, I know a lot of my um, favorite personalities have um, little nicknames and shit, but some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Look at Angela Yee. She's just Angela Yee. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I need yeah, a so did y'all, did y'all Did y'all brainstorm anything? About a name? Yeah, like, did y'all find out, like, a, a maybe or nothing like that? One of no maybes? Uh, some contenders people could vote on. Yeah. The next episode, we're going to have five names. <laughs> and we want y'all to comment under the link, under the, um, shit, the show. You know, in the mm-hmm. comment section. Yeah. <laughs> and tell us what your favorite one is. Mm-hmm. And if it's none of them, say none of them. Big dog Chucky, what's been going on with you, my brother? Shit, man. You know, just watching this crazy ass world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just ready for this 2020 to be over with. What if it never ends? What if it get worse? Did you see yeah. that meme? It was like 11:59 p.m. 2020, and then it was like 11:60 p.m. 2020. <laughs> right. Like, I was like, mm. oh my God, that would be like me in a movie. Man, this this 2020 has been crazy. And the year started off crazy, right. like with Kobe and shit, you know what I mean? And those are like the first times yeah, yeah. Kobe. we yeah. were like... Pop smoke. Right, right. And uh, we, we had, a, we had a, a, another loss. I mean, I'd have lost uh, family members in 2020 that's been devastating but we also had a, a, a you know one of our um one of our black heroes an actual black hero yeah for real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking about mr chadwick bozeman yes. mm-hmm. man it's just been a crazy that year. was crazy because i remember when i first seen it <laughs> i'm like what Somebody had posted it on Facebook. I'm like, nah, this can't be true. So I'm like, man, let me go Google this and see what pops up. Chadwick Bozeman, Chadwick Bozeman dies. See what pops up. And there was a whole bunch of them, like TMZ, everything. I'm like, yeah, it's official. Usually when TMZ reported, it's official. Right, right. You know? right. Then what was crazy was what he died of and how long he was fighting it. Like, you got to realize, like, this man made, like, six movies. This man made, like, six movies while he had it. Like, he actually, when he was making the Black Panther, he had, he was battling, fighting it. Right, right. And then, like, well, this will make it so sad because I remember people were saying this. And then, because I remember that interview he had did. It was like a, it was like a little FaceTime interview or Mm -hmm. something like that he did. And he had, like, the beard. And he was looking kind of skinny. Right. And... Me personally, like I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. I never thought like like because some people say drugs and this and that, but I never thought that. See, mm-hmm. I looked at him as a good actor. I'm like, oh, he must be losing weight to play this role, you know, like because he's so dedicated to his craft. I never thought in my mind that that whole time this man was fighting colon cancer. I knew he was sick. 
I'll tell everybody. The night he died, one of my line sisters texted me like, oh my God, you said it. I've had too many people in my life die from cancer. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. They always say, I mean, it's true. The good die young. Mm-hmm. Mm, he was way too young. Way too young. He was just getting started. Like I was looking at him, like I, the next Denzel. Yeah, like I was looking at like the like he was part of that that young cast that's 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 gonna take over for the Denzels and the Samuel Jackson. Like I looked at him, and um, I can't never say his name, but I'm a, I'm gonna try. Merciful Ali, I think that's his name. Yeah, you know him mm-hmm. as Cottonmouth on uh, yeah. Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I think he was like I feel like them two right there is like the next. They next in line, like after after Denzel and Samuel, like because right. they talented. Like and then like a, and then what's crazy is all them roles that he played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I'm still finding movies roles. on Netflix that I didn't like. He got iconic yet. like characters that he. I mean. uh uh, people that he played, like mm-hmm. he played, started out with Jackie Robinson. Big uh-huh. story. Yeah, that was dope. James, James Brown. Brown. That was even doper. Yeah. And then he did Third Good Marshall. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I keep wanting to say this, but it's not real because I keep wanting to say Black Panther, like, it's like Wakanda is real. It and is. Everything. It is. But it's it's somewhere. We like, just haven't found it yet. I'm thinking it's a true story, but it ain't. But yeah, that was a big story. Like, he made it like. He made us feel like, oh, wow, we got a black hero. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody kids can look up to, want to be like. With a good backstory, nothing corny. Right. It's nothing all organic. Right. And then they was talking about hanging a statue in his hometown in South Carolina, too. He was talking about getting him a statue. So big ups to South Carolina for doing that. Mm-hmm. I think Black Panther should just be dead. Mm. And they the and, and rumor has it, and rumor right. has it though he was supposed to have been prepping for Black Panther too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're gonna do about that. I mean, me personally, like if they don't just lay the character to rest, they should just. Me personally, I think they should make his sister the new person, the, the genius. The, the, remember the smart mm-hmm. one that was on there, like they make her. But they should probably just leave it alone though. Or CG. Whatever CGE his face into, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they did Paul right. Walker on Fast and Furious. Yeah, you know I've been, you know I was watching that movie so many times. I'm over here sitting like staring, like man, let me see if I can realize which one ain't him. Like I couldn't figure it out. Like I could not figure it out. Like this, these technology is crazy. Mm-hmm. But what's scary about that is they can put you places that you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like all this facial recognition shit is on our phones and these challenges on Facebook. And I was watching what movie was it where it was either a movie or a TV show where the government was purposely like made a sex video. Like, you know, one candidate made a sex video. So one candidate made a sex video like somebody was there and they wasn't there. Right. And they weren't there. Everybody believed it. And I just. mm -hmm. It's always something. Yeah, man. But like we always said to cook out, man. R.I.P. to the to the good ones, man. R.I.P. to Chadwick Chadwick Bozeman and everybody else we done lost. We gotta give we gotta say her name though. Uh, um the Supreme Court Court Justice, uh mm-hmm. Ruth. What was her name? Ruth um, Jensburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta give her give her a big R.I.P. shout out too. Uh, 
Yeah. Because she was, she was like one of the women responsible for gender equality and uh, and moving like like everybody equal, like far as men and women and stuff like that. So, big. And then basketball lost a big one too. Like mm-hmm. the legendary coach from Georgetown, John Thompson. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who John Thompson is, Google him. That man was a, a pioneer of for the people. Like he 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 wasn't just coaching just to coach basketball, but he was coaching men, he was coaching kids in the men. Like he got, he got the highest graduation uh, rate as far as his coaching. He been coaching like from 1972 <clears throat> to 1999, all at Georgetown, and he had like a 95 percent graduation rate. So, at like, 95% of his students got a degree. That's from nothing but respect. And if you don't really know how he's a big man, and he's very intimidating, and he's not, and he's very fearless. If you, like, I'm about to tell you a story. Um, in the 80s, one of his players, a couple of his players, was hanging around with the wrong crowd, like in the drug dealing crowd. Mm. Alonzo Mourning was one of the players. You might know him. Um, and the person who was, who they was hanging around, well, whose crew it was, was, if y'all don't know him, the legendary Rayful Edmonds. He ran D.C. And, and John Thompson went looking for Rayful Edmonds. Like, like looking like in all the hoods and all like gas stations. And then they finally caught up with each other. And John Thompson told him as a man. Hey, stay away from my players. Mm. And mm, Rayful Edmonds respected that, and he did. I mean, he still he still uh, showed up to the games, but he kept his distance. So that tells you what type of man John Thompson was. Because if you don't know who Rayful Edmonds is, look him up. All right. I ain't gonna get into too much detail of that, but just look him up. Legendary. Yeah. End up going out as a rat, but legendary though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What was he? Uh, three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Wow. Three hundred million dollar man. And yeah, that just leads to a transition into sports. Talk about it, Chucky. Man, What's going on? The bubble. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble. The NBA bubble. I'm loving it right now. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> my Lakers is looking very good right now. The odds are very good for them to win it this year. Mm. But I ain't going to lie. I'm scared of the Miami Heat, though. <laughs> and that would be crazy if it would be a Laker Heat finals, LeBron against his old team. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, man, because them Heat is not scared. And them Lakers, LeBron... Got a lot. LeBron got that chip on his shoulder because you heard, you heard he didn't win the MVP this year and how bad he lost. Mm-hmm. And he said it after the game, how did they asked him how you feel about not winning the MVP this year? He just kept it real. Like, man, I'm just gonna tell you straight up, I'm pissed off. Like, wow. he said that. Like, I'm pissed off. So, the king is already the king. So now he got extra motivation. So. I feel bad for the Denver Nuggets. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a gentleman sweep, which means <laughs> which means a four one. I give them one game. 
One game? One game. Gentleman sweep. Hell, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a sweep. <laughs> because really? it's a bad matchup. Like, because we are just jumping for joy because we're not happy to play them Clippers. Because <laughs> right. the, the Clippers overlooked Denver. Because they was looking forward to playing the Lakers. But they fucked up. <laughs> we had football come back this weekend, too. Yeah. Football. Football and basketball at the same time. Mm. You got to love mm. it. Man. You got to love it. I know how you feel about football, but... Well, no, I can't say that because you got your boy playing football. Right. So. I was just about to say that. Um, my son Dom did beg me, beg me, beg me to um, play football. And a couple local coaches around here, you know, we'll take care of them, we'll take care of them, you know, we're going to teach them, da, da, da. And um, with it just being me, I thought it'd just be nice to have, you know, another male role model in their life, you know, in his life. And So let me ask you this. Are you one of the uh, the parents that's that's at the game, like, super hype, or are you just yes. on some chill shit? Super hype and angry, and I'm, I'm so competitive to have never played a sport in my life. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ugh, I just don't like to lose. If you're tired of Spectrum and satellite hitting your pockets, check out the GTV cable app for free. Every one of your favorite channels, every sports package, and free pay-per-view. Sign up and get started now at gtvcable.com. Also remember to use the code COOKOUT, that's C-O-O-K-O-U-T, to get your first month for $10 and as many months as you want for $15 a piece until March 1st, 2020. <laughs> if y'all hearing People in the background screaming, Mommy, Mommy, it was George's kids. Yeah. We had to get this show done by any means necessary, and her babysitter flaked out on her, so we here. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. It's a family occasion. <laughs> it's, it's always some kids at the cookout. It's just we ain't got no too many aunties and uncles upstairs to keep them out the basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, still on sports. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Naomi Osaka. Two for winning the U.S. What is it, the U.S. Open? Mm-hmm. U.S. Open, and the so way Chinese she did it, girl, huh? Chinese, yeah. the one that beat uh, Serena. Yeah, a couple okay. years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, her. Um, and if you notice, like every match, she wore a face mask, and each face mask had a name on it. Like it was one was George Floyd, then another one was Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. and then Amari Aubrey. Um, she like each match, like every match. So like she, you know, she using her platform to just, you know, using it the right way. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that, like mm-hmm. for real. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's pretty much all I got on the sports. And side. I think you knew I was about to get a little racial and political, and that's why you wanted to bring up my son playing football. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just calling. I, like didn't, I, see it. I didn't stop. Oh yeah, football. hold on. My fault. One more thing about football: the Big Ten is back in mm. October. The Big Ten is back in October. Jordan don't like the Big Ten. No way. Love it. What you o talking State. about? You like uh, you know, you like uh, HBCU colleges. I went to an HBCU, oh. but I am from. Speaking Ohio. of an HBCU, we might be having some breaking news here in about a, a week or so. What's going on? You gonna drop it here first? I drop it here first. Um, Jackson State, you know, that's a HBCU out in 
Jackson, Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. Like in the like in the deep south. Well, their football team. Guess who their coach might be? None other than the one and only prime time Deion Sanders. Wow. Oh man, we deserve shit like that, man. They better pay primetime that primetime money. They don't pay that money. <laughs> I mean, Jackson State is a decent size HBCU. Yeah. But um, hopefully he's doing it just because we deserve that shit. Cause he like. said, because yeah, in the statement he said he want a coach. He said I want to. He was like I. He was like I. He was like I'm more than a coach. He was like I could teach these kids to be men. Like I done been through it all. So mm-hmm. so whatever mm-hmm. they need to know, I'm gonna and give it to them. It'll be dope for him to see. The talent at an HBCU, and hey. be able to, you know, what I'm saying, call up people he know. Man, come check this dude out. Come check this dude right. out. Because a lot of people, you got to be amazing because, to get out of an HBCU. Because just keep it all the way 100. If your son was a uh, was all American, like all American high school recruit and sh- whatever, and Deion Sanders come in your living room and sit down, try to recruit you. You ain't gonna say no to him, right? <laughs> I don't give a damn what he. I don't give a damn if it is an HBCU. <laughs> like I'm on SEC, it don't matter. Like I'm, I trust, I trust Deion mm-hmm. with my kid. And we deserve to be trained under his le- under the leadership. Deion. That great. I trust Deion. I rather, I rather, I trust Deion more than I would trust anybody else. Like, cause he ain't gonna steer you wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like he's not gonna, he's not that type of person. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how these other coaches is and stuff like that. They just want you for your talent. You ain't nothing but just. He already got money. So. Yeah, you're, you, you <laughs> just right. not. Yeah, he ain't you gotta just, try to rape him. Yeah, so it ain't about the money. Well, before you interrupt it again. But, <laughs> but yeah, I wanna, I'm a, I'm a, I'm. I'm gonna break that first. All so, right, it better happen now because so, I'm excited. I'm, I mean, y'all speaking it's on the so cuff. Right. I mean, I'm speaking into. Fruition. I was about to say I'll go to a game, but we not in fruition. Mississippi, but maybe when they play somewhere else. Uh, man, what's the what's the closest HBCU like to from, us? from yeah from where we are? Central. Central Central State. Wilberforce. Oh, okay. They got football team. Yeah, they, yeah. No, they got basketball. basketball they got teams. basketball Their homecoming team. is during the winter. They basketball teams be slick. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. They be out there. I mean, you know, I went to a couple of basketball teams, you know, back in the day when I was like 16. <laughs> I used to be the ball boy for the uh, for the Hamilton Harriers, <laughs> my M U H. And we play. Water boy, huh? and, uh, no, I was actually I wasn't I wasn't ball. Actually, I was the film guy. Like I used to film the games. Mm. So, so uh, and we played uh, Central State. I mean, I'm sorry, Hamilton. I know I was a part of your organization, but y'all got y'all asses whooped. <laughs> I think they lost by like 35. Mm. <laughs> These cats was out there just. It was a dunk show. Mm. Like it was, I'm like, and I'm looking at them like, man, these, these dudes, like, these dudes dope. Like, why ain't they at a bigger school or something like that? I'm like, man, it must be something to it. Like, they grades or something or something. They might have parents like mine, because, uh, like me, because my kids got to go to an HBCU. Right. They don't have a choice. I don't care how good you are or whatever. You know what I mean? Tell you me. have to go was, to an HBCU. It was looking like Lob City. You need that experience. To, our listeners... This is experience like no other. We are in America every day, every single day. So we are forced to deal with people. You know, you know what I'm saying people who don't like us necessarily. 
mm-hmm. racial shit all the time. I went to a predominantly white high school. I was sometimes the only, you know what I'm saying, black cheerleader or the only black person in my class, in my AP class. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so you get looked at, oh, she's a smart black girl. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. When you go to an HBCU, they don't give a yeah. fuck about your color. Yeah, yeah. Like, what can you do? You're not getting special privileges because we need somebody black or a scholarship because you're black. Like, I got accepted um, to Ohio State, full ride, under, like, an African, you know, I was going to stay in the African-American dorm, so, like, your freshman year, you can stay in an all-black dorm. (laughs) (laughs) And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, one of my good friends went to Miami and stayed in that dorm, and she has black friends, and I'm sure it was an amazing experience to go to a school like that, you know what I'm saying, sports like that, 65,000 students, you know what I mean? But I fought hard to get that full ride from that HBCU. Right. They wasn't even trying to give it to me. And I love my school. I love y'all so much. But it's a small HBCU. Right. You know what I mean? And I had to have people write on my behalf, like, look at her GPA. Look at these ACT scores. Like, why aren't you offering her a full ride? Like, these other schools are offering her. You know what I mean? And it was only like 1,200 students at the school. Mm. You know what I mean? About five minutes from Uptown Charlotte, so that was a plus, but we were definitely in the hood. Shout out to 100 mm. Betty's Fort Row. And y'all was lit, wasn't y'all? Lit. Yeah. Fried chicken. It was an amazing experience. Like, no, <laughs> so I really, you I fought to take for us that back. experience. I thought you was going to take us to one of your, your homecomings. I man. haven't been to any. And we were, this is my 10 year this year, and COVID has canceled everything. But you went to, what was that you went to last year? I went to my friend's wedding brunch. No, you was out there. Y'all was out there. Oh, yes, last Y'all year. Y'all was out yeah, there. Yeah, year. that wasn't the homecoming, though? Yeah, it was. It was. It yeah, was. so you talking about you ain't been But there. that was, and I don't know what, that was nothing but God that I went to that. Other people bought my ticket. Damn, they looked out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was taken care of. And so, um, that was nothing but a blessing since COVID happened. That was nothing but God. Okay. Because I hadn't been back in years. I had saw people I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Just put your kids, if you can, if you're listening and you're young, go to an HBCU. If you're a parent, send your kids to an HBCU, a black parent, black kids. Because it's an experience like no other. It's a safe place. You know what I mean? You can really wake up every day, walk to get food, walk to, you know what I'm saying? And you might have beef, but it ain't because you're black. You know what I'm saying? That's the (laughs) difference. You know what I mean? I swear, out here in America every day, you wonder, did he not keep the door open for me because I'm black? Right. You know what I'm saying? Did he cut me off? Because, you know, I swear I get so angry when I'm driving. <laughs> because I think people is just, you know, when white people cut me off on the highway. I'm like, oh, they a racist mother. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, it could, they could not even known what I was. Right. It just was cutting me off. But I just get so hot. It's hell. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, HBCUs is what's up, though. But, I mean, me and Boo, we can... We might not have been to no HBCU, but... Went to School of Hard Knocks, baby. McKinley Elementary, baby. HBCU? That was the elementary elementary HBCU. No, that was the urban... You could probably count <laughs> Premier on Premier Urban Elementary. You, probably, you man, yeah. I ain't gonna talk shit about my elementary school. Our elementary school was lit. I loved it. it was lit. Those were my best like, days, man. Like, we look at it now, like, man, some, sometimes we hated it back then, but then you look at it now, you think back, like, man, it was dope, for real. Yeah. Like, you seen everybody you grew up with, like, you know, like, Friends you knew every everybody, you knew, you knew at least... Half your classmates every year you go to a different right. class. Like, yeah, you know, black at least people half of them. Black people in administration will right. really mm-hmm. just call you down, give you a talk. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then, knowing no us, since the school was in the, since the school was by our crib and stuff, we got detention. We didn't give a fuck because we only like ten minutes walking distance away from the crib. And, and you then, in detention with your friends? And I'm then sure. half of the time, like we played basketball. Like so, so we had detention, and then by the time detention let out, it's time for basketball practice. So I'm like, you saved me a trip from walking home right. and then walking or back. sitting outside in the car because right. they want to put you out and then yeah, let you come back Because they would never in. open the gym. Right. They would never <laughs> open the gym, bro. I used to hate that. Oh, that they would crazy. never open the gym. You just sitting out there and waiting until they open it up. I never had a detention my entire life. Yeah, detention didn't matter at McKinley <laughs> at all. McKinley, it didn't matter. It was it just happened. Shout out to Miss Watson, though. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't right. gonna say nothing bad, but shout out to Miss Watson, though. Shout Man, she, you really... she ruled with the iron fist. Iron fist. Yes. <laughs> she was a black teacher. We had Man. Mr. Aldridge, Mr. Kenny. We had mm, black Mr. teachers. Timmons. Mr. Timmons. Male JJ. black teachers. JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Oh, Howard, yeah. as some of y'all know her now. I still, but I will. I'm going to give a shout out to him. But he's not, he's not black, but he's, to me, he's my, probably my favorite teacher of all time. My fourth grade teacher, Mr. Banks. Yes, 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 yes. He's probably a principal somewhere now, I think. I think he's at. Uh, I ran into him. He's in, uh, he's in Trenton, I believe. Oh, okay. Somewhere in Trenton. One of them schools. One of the elementary okay. schools up there. Yeah, he was an amazing guy down it, there on downstairs. That's long. He was down. He was it's next to another cool. male teacher, the little tall, lanky one. Mr. Uh, Bukert. Bukert. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. He taught me how to play chess. Yeah, do you remember he was the leader of the chess club? He was, oh, he was dope. Oh, he, he was, was in the chess nice. club? No, talking? I wasn't in the chess club, but he I taught was. me how to play, though. Oh, yeah, I wasn't in the chess club. And he used to read us the Goosebump books. That's how we got hip to them. Mm-hmm. And he was a big UK fan. You can never say nothing about Kentucky. <laughs> never. He had that all over his car, too. Yep, never. Big old UK in the yeah, back. Shout out to him. That's my, I'd probably say that's probably my favorite. Uh, Turn your finger off, my boy. My favorite teacher of all time. I was upstairs with Mrs. Schaefer. When um, he taught fourth grade, I was in fourth grade. I always wanted a man teacher. I had never had one in my life. Uh, and I didn't get a male teacher until... I had two. Um, high school. Well, um, elementary, two. But I always wanted one. I thought it was so dope. I didn't it have was, a dad. My dad died when I was five, so I was like, oh. And what's crazy, <laughs> and what's crazy about being Voodoo is being Voodoo, he had the same teachers. He, just, he was just a year behind me. Like mm-hmm. He had Mr. Banks. I had Mr. Banks. Did you have Miss Wilson? Yeah. I had Miss Wilson. They probably sent all the same letters have, to the next look, same group of teachers. Did you, did you have Mr. Pike, sixth grade? Yeah. I had they Mr. Pike. They want to keep friends together. Look how dope our school was. <laughs> but yeah. But before you interrupted me again. Right. Like, trying, trying to, to make me back. happy. She's trying to come back. No, because before we get on to. We got to get on the world topics. But right. Before, we, before we, get on we do that. Speak your piece. I need to just say why. You said y'all. Because. Did y'all not watch that first football game? To see the booing during yeah. the time oh, of unity, yeah. how is that not the 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 summation right. of what the NFL is? Yeah. Those were fans yeah, booing these teams. Y'all fans. supposed to be here to love these teams. I don't care if they got out there and jacked off. Y'all supposed to be like, "Yes, best jerk I've ever seen." Right. Y'all are fucking fans. Right. Y'all gonna boo? Right. For real? That yeah. just shows people's true identity like because like the nfl did try everything to not make it like colin kaepernick you know what i mean like so these people are genuinely 
racist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. it's not even about Colin Kaepernick or nothing like that. Like, they like, didn't come like out and because kneel. everybody, everybody was joining unison. You know what I mean? Down the line. Like, it wasn't Colin Kaepernick. Like, so, them people that was born, they just genuinely racist. Right. And unity could be anything. We done faced 9-11 yeah, together as a tragedy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mass shootings. They are just saying, let's come together, let's stop the hate, let's love. Y'all don't like that? I got a question. I got a question. Can y'all answer this for me? What? Are you born racist or are you taught it? I think you're taught it, definitely. I think you taught it. I think you taught it. Don't get me wrong, I know trauma can be, you know, passed down genetically. But um, a view of a people, I think you have to grow up in a household with somebody always talking bad about that person. You know what I'm saying? I have a... um, friend who is not black and I've always spoken away a white friend and I've always spoken away about white people in my house mm-hmm. racist you know what I'm saying evil white people mm-hmm. I have white friends we have white family that come over so um but I feel like and I feel like if you don't grow up in a household where hate is taught you know what I mean that's the difference. Right. You I got did, people, you got little question. teenagers being, you know, wearing hoods and shit because they daddy wear hoods and they grandpa wear hoods. Right. You know what I mean? And they don't understand, you know what I'm saying? They really want to be best friends with the black boy at school, but they know how his family feel. And they'll, you know what I'm saying, disown him or, you know what I'm saying, do whatever. If I bring home this black girl or be friends with this black boy, you watch that documentary on, um, what's the, you know, the black comedian. And he went into the KKK and was asking all those questions. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Like, it was young was in there like, I don't know. Mm. He's like, you like, you think fine black girls pretty? I mean. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. 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 Like, of course you do. Mm-hmm. Women of all color are beautiful. Yeah, of course. Slave masters love black women. Right. Otherwise, they wouldn't sleep in them. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be so lasky. Right. So many light skins out here. All right. Exactly. That was just a question I just wanted to ask. But yeah. So, yeah. This, That's this my shit. This shit. Yeah, I for not there. watching the NFL. Yeah. She wants you had to get that out, huh? Hell yeah. But that was fucked up, the boy. Man. Yeah. Like, see, I tried to. I try to. I mean, it's just. It's just unfortunate because like I just want to just enjoy the game like without the bullshit mm-hmm. and that's, that's all I want to do like you know like I just want to be a fan like a real fan watch my team or or anybody like just play football good competition and everybody go home and have a nice day right. like the world never can be that simple it's always it's always that gray area well when we interviewed um X Jets player. Jalen Marshall. Jalen Marshall. Um, it softened my heart a little bit about football. When he, um, if you haven't listened to that interview, go listen to it. It was a really good interview. Um, talks about just, he loves the game. You know, uh-huh. grew up playing it. You know, something him and his dad was into. Uh-huh. And I'm all for, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? You know, kids have a connection to our parents. Mm-hmm. I look at you with your son, boo. And how fly he dresses, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, because his daddy is fly. He stole my style. <laughs> but when you dead and gone, you know what I'm saying? He's still gonna go get dressed and think about how 
I used to shop with my daddy. You know what I'm um, saying? Like, I got my style from my dad. You know what I mean? It's, it's a connection thing. And when he talked about just being a player and loving the game and, you know what I'm saying, just doing it because he loves it, but now he gets paid to do it, it, it made me, you know what I'm saying, think of all the players who do speak out against, right. you know, the race stuff and, say, you know, um, probably are just out there because they love the game. They grew up playing it. They were good at it. Right. And somebody and they, saw an opportunity to make money off of it. But they, but the player eats, sleeps, and breathes it, though. Right, you know I mean? right. Not that's why I said, like, you could never fault the players right. because that they, that's what they grew up doing. They the slaves. No. Now, if you just blat- blatantly out there cooning, <laughs> right, that's another thing. But yeah. Terry Crews. <laughs> man. No. Um, what else going on in the world, though, man? There's a lot of other topics going on, man. Some we gotta get down to the nitty gritty. Mm. I've been I've been I've been seeing this this uh Cardi B and uh offset thing. Divorcing. I've been seeing it everywhere, man. How y'all, I just wanna how y'all know feeling? how y'all feel as the men. I've been seeing um she filed for the divorce. But I've been seeing so many men post that meme. Ladies, this goes to show you the WAP ain't everything. Right. Right. Y'all as men, how do y'all feel about that comment, that statement, you know? I feel like no matter what, um, whether you uh, whether you bad, got money, and on top of the world, which Cardi B is, if your man don't have that connection with you, right? Y'all don't share that connection, then he's gonna go out there and you know and fuck with other women. You know what I mean? So you think it's a connection thing? The reason men cheat? Yeah. I think you don't think it's a physical thing, like oh, I just see some good ass that I want to try. No, because no. She, cause she good ass. Okay, but you know what I mean. And the way no. she speaks, I would think that she's like very, you know, sexual and sensual and, yeah. and good at what she does. But I just feel like the the something connection ain't there. It's, it's something yeah. else is missing, mm-hmm. man. A lot of that, like, like a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it'd be it'd be about the connection though. Like you so said, so you disagree with that statement. That is that it can the sex can be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll still step out. Yep. If the connection because you have there. a mental connection with somebody that you met one night. No, I mean this could be somebody that he just we don't know. We don't know if he been rocking just with this person for a while and and they they share some other type of bond and he always going back to her or if it was somebody he's just having a one nighter with. You know. Well, what I mean? we actually do know. What do we know? He didn't cheat. He didn't. He didn't? Yeah. He didn't even oh. cheat. He came out and said, um, she came out and said on an Instagram video that it wasn't, you know, him having a baby on the way with somebody else and somebody had said or he cheated. Mm-hmm. She was just tired of arguing. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't the same anymore. The connection. And I felt her 100% when she said, sometimes you just grow apart. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. But, though, one thing about this, like, I can't say this because I've never been married, though, but watching it, all marriages has this phase in the marriage. Mm-hmm. It's if you're going to hang on to it or separate. Because mm-hmm. all marriages have that phase, that bumpy phase. Like, shit is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think is, is too, when, when what's too far, too far? I feel like I feel like like I feel like as long as as long as nobody cheated or nothing like that, I feel like the marriage can be saved. It could be. You don't think it can be saved if somebody cheated? I don't know. 
I mean, because it just depends on like certain people with certain people with different minded. Like certain people might not might not just like that's a hard pill to swallow. You know, like cheating. You know, and because but you think it, everything else is a, because because I look at it like this. Like if I was in that situation, you know, like if say if I was married and my girl cheat, my wife cheated on me. Mm-hmm. That'll be a hard pill to swallow. Because as a man, I'm thinking all types of thoughts. Like, every time I see you, I'm thinking of that shit. But are you ever thinking about... And then Since like, y'all said when a man step out, and something then, was missing. On, Have on, you ever thought about... You off, not to cut you off. And then, like, I'm grown enough to where, where I feel like I, I ain't for that eye for an eye shit. So I ain't going to be like, Get go tit for tat right. with your ass. I'm not going to do that. I, like, I'm not going to, oh, she cheated on me, so... I got the right to cheat on you to be even. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, it's bigger than that. Right. Let me ask y'all this question. Me personally, I look at it like if your wife or your husband was to step out on you, when do you, is it okay for you just to step back and be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, that's what, what I am You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, what am I doing wrong that made her or him want to go out? To bad relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whack ass dick, whack ass <coughs> sex. You know what I'm saying? And they still this this is what I don't understand. Do not cheat. Though. Right. This is what I don't understand though. See, I, that's that's why I like I look at stuff different. That's why I'm not married and that like that right now because I mean I ain't saying this for that reason, but this is one this is another reason though. Like I feel like if you're gonna make that commitment to be married, the last thing you should be doing in a marriage is cheat. Because that shit should be out of your system. Because so, otherwise, you shouldn't have made that commitment from jump. Because if you feel like you're going to cheat, don't get married. And then that way, you don't have to go through all that divorce and all that shit or whatever. whatever, but, you know, whatever. but you know you got some of them girls that be like, man, if we don't get married, I think I'm out of here. I'm going right. to leave. So what do you do in that situation? Then Do you just, what do you do? <laughs> At the end of the day, though, for me personally... I'm not gonna be forced to do nothing I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it, I don't care what it is. I'm not gonna be forced if I don't want to feel comfortable doing it. I'm not gonna do it. And if if it just so happened we don't work out like that, like like sometimes I look at everything as a timing. Like it's all about timing. Like I look at everything like boom. Like it gotta be perfect timing. Like oh yeah, we both. We both up and we on our way up and this and that or whatever. Everything good, spirits right, everything like that. Like you know, like it, I look at everything about timing. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be forced for no ultimatum, because mm-hmm. let me be the man and surprise you with an engagement. Mm-hmm. Don't force me into one. Mm-hmm. Let me be the man to do that. Like with you forcing me, with me, with you forcing your hand on me. That's not. That's taking the excitement up, like, cause you never know. The man be already planning it, like, right. but you forcing it, like, mm-hmm. he might be already ring shopping, like. But are you okay with not forcing it, but at least one time in the relationship having the conversation? Yes. I want to get married. You know, what if the woman has a timeline? Right. Like, I want to be married. I'm already such and such age. I want to have a baby after I get married. You know what I'm saying? I need to have a baby before 35. You know what I'm saying? Are you willing to have that conversation, or do you feel like that's forcing it down your throat? I'm willing. I'm willing to have that conversation, but at the end of the day, though, I'm one of them people that take it one day at a time. Like, 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 you will have that, like, have that planned out. 
Like that plan might work. I mean, that plan gonna work out, but it's not gonna work out the way you think it's gonna work out. Like mm -hmm. it might work out to maybe we had a baby first and then we get married, or it might be vice versa. Like you might be like, okay, like I mean, but the plan will work out though. You just gotta let God do His job and let it work out. Don't mm -hmm. force it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the that's the one thing. I, that's the one word I hate in a relationship is force. Like it, nothing should be forced in a relationship, mm -hmm. both ways. I'm not speaking from a, I'm speaking from guys and women, like both ways. Like we both should be held accountable to not force nothing. Let it happen mm -hmm. organically. Organically. Um, it's another topic that we got to touch on too. That woman won that money. <laughs> What's her name? Dr. Dre's wife. I don't, I don't even know her name. name. No disrespect. That that money. A woman that want that I think her money. Name Nicole. Want Nicole or something. Money. Nicole, uh, What's Dr. Dre's last? Nicole Young. Yeah, she want that bag. And then how they how she broke it down though. Like, I was looking like they said she she wanted nine hundred and fifty thousand a month just for entertainment purposes alone. Who's then, entertaining her? That's what I'm saying. Like, what does that mean? Like, you that in means COVID? Like movies, you in COVID? Games, <laughs> private, uh, private, things private, to entertain you and the kids. Private, private. How old is the kids? The kids, all the kids, grown. So what? The, who's she entertaining? And then, and then she says something like she need like a hundred fifty thousand for donation purposes. And I mean, listen, this charitable is donations or some case, shit. Just like who else? What other football player just? She want like two million a month. Cam Newton. Who got a divorce? Football player Cam Newton and wife ran yeah, down Cam everything. Newton. He it's another case of that. Yeah, because he got. You've like, been about, with a woman for so kids. long. You've been with a woman for so long. You know what I'm saying? She's become accustomed to a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Anybody she's taking care of, you grown kids, I'm grown, and my mama still take care of me sometimes, you know what I mean? Has become accustomed to a lifestyle. So do you think Dr. So, Dre's wife was, get like, do you think he was spending $950,000 on, on bags and clothes? And, and that's on entertainment. Just entertainment, I'm she said. I'm about to say on clothes and stuff like that. This nigga got, a, this nigga got called for an Air Force One. Yeah, man. he don't even dress like that. <laughs> he don't even, I don't know, but I know a lot of people do see, things we don't out even, of spite. We don't even see Dr. Dre And a lot like of that. people do things. And he be wearing. You know what I mean? But hold on, though. This is, this is what takes the cake deserving. for me. She's saying this, though. This is what's crazy. She's also now suing him, saying, saying she, she co-owns the trademark of his name and the chronic. The album. She said she came up with that. Bro. Snoop came up with yeah, that title. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, like Snoop and the Dog Pound like, yeah, put Dre on to that chronic. Yeah, she said she she said she owned it. She said she should have co-ownership of the trademark of them. The and then Dr. And Dr. Dre, he was named that when Before, he... Before, he was messing with Michelle A. And, uh, like, back in the day, like, in NWA, he was Dr. Dre before her. Yeah, man, buddy tripping, man. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard this, though, through the... And I heard this. She a lawyer. Well, so she, she already got game. She know what she's saying, she then. She's going to get all her money. She's our top-paying lawyer. So how you feel, Miss Lee? You feel like she need to get something, but that's too much? Or you just saying, just fuck it, she need to just, just give it You know what? Money. I've always had this... Um, they looking at that billion dollars. That's what it is. Opinion for myself. Anybody who knows me knows that I've always had the opinion um, that... 
people shouldn't be forced, you know, legally forced to take care of a child. I don't approve of men going to jail because they, you know, can't afford to pay child support. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like the biggest fan of child support, you know, go, getting courts involved. You know what I mean? I just really don't like the courts and the, you know what I'm saying? The systems anyway, I don't think they're for us. And so, um, there's so many black men incarcerated because they can't pay child support. But this ain't the case have, on this. Right. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. And right. so if I was to ever get divorced, I wouldn't want money from, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want anything from. You would want something from, from a billionaire though, at least. I yeah, I really, yeah. Not if I'm making my own money, look, like Malcolm said, me if I'm a personally, top paid me, me personally, look, I just want to be done. If I'm Dr. Drake. If I have young kids, like him, Newton's I think it's wife, fair. Just, you know what I'm saying? Definitely help me financially and, you know what I'm saying? Physically take care of these kids. We can, mm. let's be best co-parents we can be. But if I have a job. You a high paid lawyer. Me, if I'm Dr. Drake. Like, I think this is fair. Like, our kids grown, so I ain't got to pay child support. You take this hundred million and go. Right. She said for life. You take this hundred million smart. and go. Mm-hmm. That's more than fair. I think. You can still live your little luxurious lifestyle with a mm-hmm. hundred million. Yeah, definitely. And you still a lawyer. Definitely. You ain't even got to be a lawyer. You ain't got to work. That's all you. You ain't got mm-hmm. no kids to... To, to spend it on or nothing. She just gonna stack on top of yeah. it. Yeah. Take this hundred million and bye bye. Mm. That what you think about that? I mean, I don't like. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That way, it's no no arguments or nothing. Mm. But ah, oh, yeah, man. Let's speak on another 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 little mini divorce. What about Ray J and Princess? Oh, <laughs> I really hate it because I thought they were so cute together. <laughs> and he really was acting like different. You know what I'm saying? What we saw edited on screen. But, yeah, it was um, It seemed like, you know, he really was trying for her. Yeah, and, care, and, and another him. thing, this though, man, Ray J is a high commodity right now. Like far as on the, he, he killing it on the business side. Like mm-hmm. them little scooter bikes and them Raycon. Uh, no, I'm just saying like, cause a lot of his business is based in Vegas. And that's, that's, that mm-hmm. I seen him argue that like, man. She be mad at me. She be in Cali. She be in Cali, and I be in Vegas. Like I'm only like a couple hours away. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like this is where my business is at. So I gotta check in on my business. I can come back. You know. That Do was, you think it's something else? It's probably yeah. It's more. Yeah, it's more than that. I you mean, know? yeah. Because I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She's gorgeous. And like you men say, we cheat because there's no connection. No, it ain't even. I wouldn't could cheat off of you know what I'm saying right. uh, meeting somebody for the first time too I'm sure but I know I mean what about the men who really just like um, the celebrity men who really just out on tour groupies around damn she bad right. bop her off you know what I mean right and then they're pregnant mm-hmm. and on bossing <laughs> and on bossing <laughs> that's why some of that shit though you know like if you just gotta you just gotta um I'm a star and all this and that. I'm like, okay, okay, babe. I'll show you this. We going on the road together. You about to be mm. my roadie. You about to be my roadie. And watch, you going to hate every last bit of this shit. Like, all oh, this schedule I got to keep. But what I got to do. Bang back out every night. Uh-huh. You going to be somewhere like, damn, we got to go to another city. Damn. We was just in St. Louis yesterday. Now we in Chicago. Now was Chicago. Nikki and Safari. Now we in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's crazy. 
<laughs> that's crazy. That's even, uh, I don't know about all that. But, uh, <laughs> Luna. <laughs> why, why would I? What the fuck could I know? <laughs> I, I mean, I heard the ladies talking about it. It was going around. <laughs> I heard what they were saying, but I ain't seen you my damn self. I don't, and I don't care to see. Mm. Only you thing I care to see. Only thing I care to see is my dang lane. Um, <laughs> another thing I want to touch on, you know, what I'm saying, because you know, um, our co-host, you know, what I'm saying, she has stepped out here and she has say some things, you know, what I'm saying, some of it's right, you know, some of it. Uh, we don't always agree with, but some of it we, you know, most of it we agree with, you know what I'm saying? Even when we don't agree with it, we still got your back, you know what I'm saying? Because because that's how it is, I'm you know what I'm saying? At the up. cookout, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you had something to say about, uh, you know, the people who was running around screaming, um, what was it, they were saying uh, Blue Lives Matter and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, 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 so let the people know who didn't uh, see your, your previous post. You know what I mean? Let them explain it to them. Let them let them know, like, because if they, they hear your voice, it's it's, it's different. You right. know what I mean? So, um, so what was the situation? Somebody, I posted a meme. Um, I saw a meme on a page, mm-hmm. and I made a comment under it, and then I reposted it on my page. I originally saw the page a uh, meme on Middletown Talk, which is a local Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Here in Midtown, Ohio, um, and I was—I replied to somebody who was speaking against the sentiments, which was um, being blue is a career, like it's a choice. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as blue lives. Right. You—you you can't choose to be black. Right. You know what I mean? So when I shared the post, I was like, "Firemen should just say red lives matter," and you know what I mean? Like, there's people dying every day in their field. And their choice of work, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I talked about construction workers, doctors and nurses, especially, you know what I'm saying, in this COVID mess that are dying because they go to work. Mm-hmm. But that's their career. Like, there's only two races. There's, you know I mean, there's multiple races, but when we're talking about these lives matter situation, it's black and white. Exactly. You know what I mean? White and brown. And so to say blue lives matter and think that it's supposed to be the equivalent of, you know, well, black lives matter too. There's black cops. There's a there's a whole video going viral circulating on Facebook of a black cop getting pulled over and how scared he was to reach for his badge. You know what I mean? Do you have a gun on you? Yes, I'm a police officer. You know what All I mean? Right. Like scared because he's a black man in plain clothes. Mm-hmm. And he made a whole reaction video for after it like heart beating out his chest. Mm. I don't even ride dirty and my heart starts beating. When I see blue lights behind me or hear sirens, and it's traumatizing. Man, when they get behind me, I'm legit. I don't have nothing on me, man. You might, I'll be, I'll be thinking like I got fifty bricks in my truck. Right, you be something. nervous as fuck, like like oh man, I got my seatbelt on and everything. Like so, I'm like, man, if they pull me over, they just trying to fuck with me because I'm all the way legit. I'm doing the speed limit, seatbelt right, on. Right. I ain't on the Tags, phone. Right. License Tags right. right, everything. <laughs> no weed. Like, you pull me over, car don't smell like no weed, mm-hmm. nothing like that, because I don't smoke weed in my car. I don't do that. Right. Like, because I ain't giving them a reason. No reason. Right. No reason. So, I quit doing that. And it just sucks because it's not the same. But people defend it like it is. Right. I don't, I don't agree with and that a, either. And, and people are like, well, cops don't just deserve to be killed for no reason. 
you know, speaking of the cops who, the two cops who were shot dead in their car, you know, just sitting patrolling right. here recently. And, you know, the cops that have been attacked over the last eight years. And see, and look. Nine years since this shit has started. And, and, and look, um, see that? They just got shot like that. How you think that now... They should know how we feel right. when we're not when we not doing nothing, nothing. And all of a sudden we just get killed. And we dead. We're not going this home. This been happening families. for years. Mm-hmm. I made a post about and, that a few years ago and, and, and then, then when it happened to a, and then when it happened to a cop, mm-hmm. like y'all wanna be like, Oh, right. it shouldn't have happened. Well, it shouldn't have happened to, to us. us. Right. We shouldn't be shot dead in the street for no reason. Like shit. And don't like, get me wrong. I don't, I don't, we can empathize with you. That's what we're saying. We can we feel your pain. I don't get it. It's like, wrong either these, way. But you're trained to do something completely different than what you do when you arrest people. These people, like a lot of people, like it, it's just crazy to me. Like 2020, it's like an eye opener for me. Like it's really a lot of people that are blinded by the fact that it's. Cops killing unarmed men or unarmed women for no reason. Like they Google history they, of the like, police force. Like is it, it like if they blinded by that. But Slave then like catches, if something okay. happened to the cops, oh that shouldn't have happened. They first to step up, oh that shouldn't have happened to the cops and this and that. And speaking of this shit, this shit just got me pissed off because I just start thinking about old uh Lord Lord Lachlan. AKA y'all might know her's Aunt Becky on um Full House, mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. convicted of her um, hanging them schools, the schools, them, yeah, for her kids. taking, yeah, she, yeah, whatever. Well, she got convicted. She got to do two months, but the judge gave her an option that I never heard of in my life. <laughs> she can do her time in any prison she wants. Wow. I heard Martha Stewart's was real nice. LeBron, LeBron put that on his uh, Instagram. He put it on his Instagram. Pissed, like I ain't never heard this in my life. Like me either. Like it, it was a lot of felons and all that. Like or people in the in the court, like lawyers and everything. Like I never heard this before. Like man, she could probably do that shit at home on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I choose the prison to be my home. <laughs> right. You know, like. Like, I don't understand that. Like, if that ain't that ain't white privilege, I don't know what it is. White privilege, celebrity privilege. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And like she ain't even really a celebrity like that, man. Did Bill last, Cosby get the choice? What was what was the last <laughs> thing she was in? I ain't never seen her in nothing. Like, she ain't even no pop like she ain't even no popping actor, so like actress like stopped. that. She ain't even had to work. So how the hell, cats. like and been able to afford to get her kids pay to get her kids. I don't the get the celebrity part. Like she she a celebrity. I mean, she known for Aunt Becky, but that's pretty much it. I think the most embarrassing part about it is she get the You have had all this man. money and all this privilege to and to send your kids anywhere and they still ain't smart enough to get into school. Right. Because of their grades. Right. Like parents are paying their way, you know, kids way through school every day, but the kid had to get into the school. Yo, kids, is that privileged? That they they didn't go to class, and you were fine with it. You might be popping out tonight, and you might need that fresh cut. So holla at my guys over at Royal Studio, twelve twenty Elliott Drive, Middletown, Ohio. Stay golden. Yeah, just another crazy story for 2020. And with that being said, we got this election coming up. 
Mm-hmm. Please, people, register to vote. Please do. Trump, Please do. I got an example for you. The last election, Trump won the state of Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes, but 238,000 African-American people in Philadelphia didn't even vote. Mm. See how that could have changed? Just that right there, you know? And that's why it's important to know that whether you agree with the Democrat, you know what I mean, candidates or not, Biden and Harris, don't go writing in no dumb shit. Like, those are the candidates. Right. We could all go in and write Winnie the Pooh. It does not matter what we want. They're, like, it's already, it's going to be them or them. Like, mm-hmm. so we need to get Trump out. Right. Mm-hmm. By any means necessary. <clears throat> right. Okay? We can rock with Biden and Harris. It'll be a little bit of Obama with a little sugar uh-huh. on the side, maybe. And y'all all talking about how old Biden is. Well, okay, we'll let them die of natural causes and then we got a black female president and black women get shit done. Nobody listening can't say black women don't get shit done. She's, you heard what she stands on, okay? And we can all say she's just saying it to pander to us, but let's, let's, let's hold her to her word. Let's get her in there and make her do what she said she gonna do. See, the thing that I fear about that whole situation with Biden and her, and her is because I feel like Biden is using her like a puppet. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get the woman because, you know, that's the right, I mean, that's the right, you know what I mean? I don't think it's hard as there. Like, that's the right thing that I'm going to get the, because that's going to make me look good, you I know? I think it should have been Michelle Obama. So you gonna, so you saying you going you gonna to vote Republican? I ain't saying that at all. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's a tough vote regardless. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make a vote. But right. what if get out there and thinking, vote. get out there and vote, This is people. what the country needs. Right. Like, so we need a change. So, what, why not start now? You know, because I mean, these last four years. Right. I mean, what has it? What have you learned from these last four years? Right. But like they, like I said, they could be pandering to us, but we have the power as the people. Right. You know what I mean? It says it right there. But at the end of the day, though, for real, what we need to focus on more than the presidency and stuff like that, we gotta hit the, we gotta hit this local, local the local, the local yeah. elections, like Definitely. our governors, our mayors, our like. Do your do your do your history on that, cause I'm about to start doing it. Like I'm about to do, I'm about to start looking up these people, cause I'm voting. I always vote. Mm-hmm. I voted me ever too. since I, t- I was legal to eighteen. Yeah, First person I ever voted for was um, was it? It was uh John Kerry, two thousand four, and that was when uh Clinton got. I mean not Clinton, but uh Bush got in there another season. But, hell out of me. I know. <laughs> and if you are 18 or not registered, go register. And make and, and take the vote. You know what I'm saying? Too many people died for the right to vote. And people like to say, and the right to not vote. No, we were fighting for the right to vote, for our voice to be heard. So just go to the polls. And if you don't want to pick either side, write in Winnie the Pooh. Write in whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to write. But let them count your vote. You matter. Make them count your vote. Yeah. 
count. Yeah, all votes matter, man. I mean, but we got to get Trump out. We got. Yeah. Well, it's because the, it's because the army he brings with him, and I'm not talking about the United States Army. I'm talking about all the hate and saying all the stuff that's come with his presidency. Right. We have to have new leaders in the house. He doesn't talk against any of it. He says comments and tweets in support of it. It's only one thing I say that he do that that I mean I, don't, I ain't gonna say that I mean I can't say that it, I mean it's it's crazy but it's true though you gotta agree with this it's one thing that he do that no president do is he genuinely tells you how he feels I feel like everything he, Obama did. everything he says is like there. Like he tells you what he's what he means right then and there on the moment. I'll be thinking like half of these speeches be freestyles. Like he really just be well, up there just to talking. Me, that just means you're not present. You know what I mean? But drop them uh because a lot of people don't know where to go. You know they don't even know where to even start at to go vote. Well, you can register by mail. In Ohio, by printing a voter registration form, filling it out, and mailing it I to did mine. your local election office, which ours is in Hamilton, Ohio. But um, election day is Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. The deadline to register online to vote is Monday, October 5th, 2020. Um, same day for the by mail, October 5th. And then the deadline to request a ballot by mail is October 31st. I'm going to say go in person to vote, to register, um, or go online. The by mail, mm-mm. Right. You know what I mean? Register and, and requesting a mail-in ballot, mm-mm. They trying to pass this bill to close down post offices. You know what I mean? All we need is it was closed. You know what I mean? There's nowhere to mail it to. And you've already pigeonholed yourself in a, you know what I mean, right. situation. Cause it's too late to register or you haven't went, you know what I'm saying? You done sent it in the mail. It's too late to go by person. It's not going to get opened. And then I feel like it's just too many ways for them to be like, it got lost in the mail. Right. You know what I mean? Like we have to go out in full force. Mm-hmm. Get out there people. And when they see that we care, they think we don't care cause we don't come out. Right. So they do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, we about to get out of here, folks. Like my homie Chucky Russell said, we've been needing change, man. And it was a song by a great musician, Mr. Sam Cooke. We don't know when we're going to see it, but that man told us a change going to come. Mm. So we living by that. I'm your host, Vuskeen, a.k.a. Fatback Jackson. Ooh, with my co-host. Jordan Lee. And we'll find out in two weeks. <laughs> and this is the Cookout Podcast. The world's most secure podcast. We out. Bye.